the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys. This is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, new Drake. Yes, finally. Dropped at 6 a.m.-ish. Ish. Hit my Apple Music at 6.02. <laughs> but you're not mad. You were for two minutes, though. I was. I, I'm actually kind of mad that I have to work now because I'm going to listen to the album. Uh, I can't. Who wants to talk me through this? Shem. I'll talk you through it. Shem, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So let me go through. The The first record on the, on the album is called Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And when he revealed the track list uh, last night, many people assumed it was going to be a diss to Pusha T. Virginia Beach being where Pusha T is from. Okay, I got it you. Is, well, who he's ha- previously had numerous beefs with. Yeah, Pusha yes. T is the one sure. who uh, announced to the world that Drake had a secret child. Correct. Right. And uh, yeah, here's a little bit of Virginia Beach. Oh, so that's not like a There's no disc to push a oh, T on okay. that record okay. at all. all right. but, cool. but he samples Frank Ocean, good record. Okay, what else? Um, what else you got there? I think you got Fear of Heights there. Uh, no, I have one called First Person Shooter. Oh, yes. This one is with rapper J. Cole. It's getting probably the most buzz online right now. First person shooter mode. We turning your son to a funeral. So to, to say they don't office, you better be talking about working in cubicles. Yeah, them boys had a lot, but I knew the code. A lot of debate in my numero. Not the three, not the two. I'm at UNO. Yeah. Numero UNO. Me and Drizzy, like the Super Bowl. Man, it, then it big as the... Okay, okay. J. Cole and Drake uh, have teamed up before. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible record. Give me one more, one more, one more. Uh, what do you, oh, you got the Bad Bunny record there? Oh, Bad Bunny the wrestler. Oh, this one is called Gently. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to listen to this through. Okay. Just listen to it through. Yeah. My G, VIP and then wait. Oh boy. Why is it, why does it sound so yeah, terrible? It's, it's, it's production by the, the greatest record of entire world. How it sounds on the record? Yeah. Is it really? Is it? Yeah, this how it sounds on the album? It sounds. Like distorted like this? Sounds super distorted. Yeah. I'm going to sure. Yeah. Whoa. 
yo quiero que me inviertas mi dinero en la 42 donde la gente está bailando de un bol. I don't know what she's saying. Is she appropriate? Like, is she cussing? No, no clue. Don't no. think so. For all the dogs, Drake, there out now. He's got two sold-out shows this weekend, too. Uh, night one, tonight, Scotiabank Arena. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, same venue. Do you think someone's going to get a free purse at tonight's show? Something's going to happen. Because mm. he always hands out Birkin bags. Crazy. I'd and money. It. I'd sell it. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sell a Birkin. Those are hard Listen, to come by. Yeah, that's why you sell, that's wait, wait, why you get, sell it. Did you get a Birkin at Winners? What's the, your lunch bag? The Birkin bag. It's a Bugatti lunch bag. Oh, Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> how much Definitely you, not a Birkin, though. How much did you pay for your Bugatti lunch bag at Winners? It was $45. Let me see this. Hold it up to the camera. I can't see it. I don't know that you. It looks real oh, fancy. Black and that's leather. a lunch bag? Yeah. That's nice. Thanks. I was on a mission to find a leather lunch bag to match my backpack. <laughs> you know what you should get? You should get a Birkin. <laughs> I've never. I've never. <laughs> Let me see the backpack. Do you have it with you? Yeah. Yo, you should match? go to that Drake concert tonight and like oh hold up a God. sign. Look is that Kate you. Spade? It is Kate Spade. <laughs> Girl. Uh, so also with the new Drake, uh, Mocha, I believe you have the new Cher over there as well. Uh, Cher may have released what could possibly be the single Best. worst Christmas song of all oh. time. Oh, no. And I say this as a Cher fan. I have a lot of love for Cher. This Everybody, you know that if you release a Christmas song and it hits, it mm. is like money in the bank. Yeah, all artists, all artists know this, right? Mm. Michael Bublé, like all those guys, like Christmas is guaranteed money. Um, but there's certain things as that we've gone over in the past that a Christmas song needs to have. It needs to have bells. Mm-hmm. Needs to be able to like. It needs a great hook you can sing along. Kids need to be able to like all of this other stuff. Sure. This may be the laziest attempt to capitalize on a Christmas hit. DJ I'd rather listen to the distorted Drake song. Like this is like a Christmas song from like the worst Christmas movie, right? Like some guys running through the airport. I'm late for the holidays. You're selling it. Right? Oh, just wait. Oh. Okay. Do you like this, Maria? I kind of like it. Yeah, you well, Stop boring. it. This it's is for fun. the club. No. <laughs> Who wants to dance to a Christmas song in the club? You know what? I would. See? <laughs> yeah, that song is terrible. terrible I right? love it. Maria, well, I'm with you. I like it. Yeah. You, Maria only likes it because it's shared. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the queen. I'm not saying she's not the queen. I said I'm a huge anyway. Her album's out October 20th. Um, oh, look at that! Great. Michael Bublé's on the album. <laughs> um, so is uh, Stevie Wonder, Cindy Lauper, uh, Darlene Love, and Tyga. Tyga? <laughs> what? Wait, are okay. they- I will not be rushing to download that album. You're not going to be sitting there like the Drake album at 6 a.m. No, getting all pissed off because no. it's 6:02. If she, if she says it's 6 a.m. Yeah, and then 6:02 rolls around. Yeah, and it's still not there. I'm yeah, like, well, okay. You can't wait to hear the new Sharon Tiger joint. No, no. Oh my god! Is it, did you say it's a Christmas album? Uh, no, I, I. Um, yeah, it's a Christmas album. Is it a Christmas album? The whole Christmas. thing is a Christmas album. Is Christmas. Her and Tiger. She's on the cover in a but, snowsuit. By the way, that song that we just listened to was uh, called "DJ Play a Christmas Song." <laughs> Fire! Oh, please. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I went up to. Uh, 
ET Canada yesterday to tape the final show oh, yeah. with uh, everybody that was up there. It was a sad day, man. Shout out to the entire crew, yeah, both on yeah. and off camera. So the entire team, whether you've been there for a year or all eighteen. So tonight, so much yeah, love. Yeah, for sure. You, you said it. Um, tonight's the last episode, but we we taped it all yesterday. And uh, emotional. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was. It was. I had said my goodbyes when I left. Mm -hmm. You know, a year and a half ago, or a little over a year ago. Um, so I had already done that and sort of made peace with the not having that in my life. But but just watching everybody else sort of go through that, the way that I felt, um, was it was really tough. It was really it was yeah. a super emotional day. And then they brought uh, Rick Campanelli came back. Oh wow. They, they sat us beside each other. Rick looks like he's been on ice. I look like I've been living in the rafters, eating Cheryl's old shoes and drinking makeup remover for a year and a half. Yeah. Like he hasn't changed at all, that guy. Um, so it was fun to get to goof with him. And then uh, we just sort of went through and talked about some of our favorite moments on the show. And then I left before they taped their final goodbye because I was like, this is what you, you guys are going to go yeah, through yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I did. But, um, but yeah, I know no, it was real. It was, uh, it, was, it was a beautiful day. It was a really, really beautiful day. So the, check that out tonight at, uh, on ET Canada last show i know people say that oh i'm gonna take a break from music like after they drop a new album mm -hmm. for all the dogs is available now everywhere by the way yeah but this is drake talking about taking a break but like it seems super legit but i, pro I, I probably won't make music for a little bit i'm gonna be real with you i need to focus on my health first and foremost um and i'll talk about that soon enough um you know i want people to be healthy in life and i've been having the craziest problems for years with my stomach i'll just say what it is now i'm saying i was gonna say i'll say it now. so I, I need to focus on on my health and i need to get right damn so what's going on with the stomach i don't know first it's really the first i've heard about yeah i'm talking about his stomach and having stomach issues yeah kind of crazy Huh? Yeah. That seems legit. Like yeah, totally, when somebody yeah. when somebody says they're taking a break like that, you got to kind of believe them, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out to Drake. That new album is out right now everywhere. He is currently trending number one on X, formerly Twitter. I'm just gonna call it Twitter. Mm -hmm. Everyone's loving the album and happy that Drake is back. Cannot wait to listen to that album all weekend. Uh, so the. Uh Minister, Industry Minister Francois Félix Champagne, Champagne uh, now? said yesterday that uh, all the grocery stores in Canada uh, were going to soon start to offer discount price freezes and oh. price matching hey. as a way to stabilize yes. grocery prices. Okay. It's, no. Oh. It's oh. such a terrible... We're not... No, no, because the problem is, is that they, they haul all the, the, the people who own the grocery stores in there and they're like, fix this. Yeah. But you can't be fixed... Unless you also bring in the distributors, the truck drivers, the people who move the food, the people who grow the food, the people who originally sell the food. Like, you can't just say to the, to the end people, don't make money, when that's a conversation that everybody needs to be a part of. They couldn't all sync their calendars up <laughs> for the same you, day. You think that's what it was? Yeah, for the meeting. Sorry, yeah? I'm busy. Yeah? <laughs> truck driver's like, yo, I got to deliver this chicken. <laughs> I know. The store is going to sell for 75 I know, bucks. I know. I bought all my turkey yesterday for Thanksgiving. And? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, no, very, but very like, happy with it. Very happy with uh, it. Were you happy with the price? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, listen, it's Thanksgiving. I expect to spend a lot, right? So uh -huh. to be honest with you, I didn't even look at the price. Oh. Um, I wish I had that. Problem. But, uh, <laughs> flex on, Ross. Okay. No, right. stop. <laughs> no, like, I, because I don't buy a whole turkey. I just buy pieces, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I didn't look. Oh, because the whole turkey's not good enough. 
No, it's not. the good pieces. No, that's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. at all. No. I'll enjoy my chicken noodle soup this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Listen. Okay. One bowl, three okay. spoons, by the way. Okay. I've also noticed that carrots have gotten huge. I don't know if you guys have noticed this in the grocery store. Carrots have gotten very large. Very large. Have you noticed this, Maria? I know why. Why? Because apparently if you eat a lot of carrots, your skin will basically tan itself. That's been the trend on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Am I eating eating more carrots? Are, are we I want to be different tanned? conversations. Yeah. So are you saying Sorry. that farmers are, are trying to grow bigger not carrots? Not Thanksgiving for because girls skin? are eating carrots. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Wait, so I thought that's what you were leading at. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is great. I Forget said, everything else. Let's talk I, about I said, has anybody else noticed that carrots are getting huge? Yeah. And you said, yes, oh. because on TikTok they tan your skin. <laughs> oh, Sorry, you I thought you meant like just in popularity? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I cannot wait to see the comments on this video. Oh, no. No, I mean, Physically large. Well, yeah, steroids in food, oh, but still. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Damn, Maria. All right, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I misinterpreted his That was amazing. Oh. Oops. Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyway, carrots are huge. <laughs> They're huge. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Israel said today that it has reclaimed control over the Gaza border, pounding the area with its fiercest airstrike in the 75-year history of the conflict. I watch a lot of BBC News over the weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So sad. I couldn't stop watching. It was uh, devastating. Uh, Hamas has threatened to execute uh, a captive for each rocket launched without prior warning from Israel. Uh, Israel's called up hundreds of thousands of reservists and placed the Gaza Strip crowded by more than 2.3 million people people under a total siege, cutting off food, water, and power. Uh, Israel said the death toll from the Hamas attack has now climbed to 900 people, most of whom were civilians, including the 200 that were killed at a rave. I don't know if you saw that. I saw, uh, there was, was it the one with the girl? Yeah. So I it didn't was, watch. It was, it was a raven. It was a rave in the desert. And that's I didn't watch the video. Sort of, I they, saw the headline on TMZ and it was yeah. like, click here to watch party. a video. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not watching that. Because yeah. it said like kidnapped and then killed. Well, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different the, stories. Like there's, there's a lot of different <laughs> stories. Uh, and then the families are just like identifying because the one girl was German and mm-hmm. like I guess like her friends identified her. She was the one in the in the back of the truck. Don't watch that video uh, because they saw her tattoo on her leg. Oh my god! Right, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, like yeah. her mom did like a video and no. uh, Netanyahu uh, vowed Israel would launch a revenge attack on Hamas quote like never before, saying at the end of the war all our enemies will know it was a terrible mistake to attack Israel. He added, uh, "What we will do to our enemy over the next few days will echo for generations. Any place uh, from which Hamas operates will turn to rubble." Uh, there were um, pro-Palestinian rallies all over the world over the weekend, as well as uh, one massive rally and vigil in Toronto uh, for uh, Israel up uh, in north of the city. Were you guys talking about this at Thanksgiving more? It was also Simcha Torah over yeah, the weekend. Yeah. So it was a, a holy day when this all went down. And I Zoomed with family in Israel and friends in Israel that are in some kibbutz and stuff and just to make sure everyone was okay and... 
Um, then I zoomed with Susie and we did the mourner's Kaddish, which is the prayer you say for the dead. Right. Mm-hmm. So how, where are your, where are your people in Israel right now? How close to all of this? Not are that they? close, but just you, you always want to reach out to make sure that, Oh my you know, God, of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It is. I, I just, and, and I, and normally I don't sit and I watch this stuff, but I mm-hmm. just, for some reason, man, I just couldn't stop watching. Like it's so, cause maybe because part of it is too, it's just, it's like this long ass history that is so bloody complicated. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So John Oliver is back because all the late night shows are back. And one thing that John Oliver does great is whenever there's a sort of big story, he's, his people will go and compile all the boneheaded reports from local news. Mm-hmm. And they oh, put they that. put this one together, which is people, for whatever reason, thinking that the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship is a, there's a conspiracy theory behind it. Listen to this. Okay, the big question is, are Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating? It just makes you think, is there some Something else going on. Is anything really a coincidence these days? Is no. it anything accidental? Mm-hmm. There's a conspiracy involved here. This is all a cover-up to conceal Taylor's true boyfriend, who she wants to keep private. We're getting ready for Taylor Swift 1989 re-release. The theme for this album is the color red. Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs. They are a big red team. He was also born in 1989. This is just a promotional tool. Travis. Oh. One conspiracy um, theory that does sort of make sense, although I think it's more circumstantial and convenient than, than actual fact, but it was only a month ago where Taylor Swift was getting ripped during her concert for her carbon footprint because of the, remember the story of the amount of flights she took because no matter where she was in America, after the concert, she would fly home to Nashville mm-hmm. and it was all, like a ton of flights. Like it was an She incredible, wanted to sleep in her own bed. It was an incredible, she wanted to sleep in her own bed. Exactly, uh-huh. right? So that was the big story. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift and her private jet. Now what happens when you Google Taylor Swift jets? I don't know. Only that game. Which game? The Jets game. Oh, really? That's the only thing that comes up now. Is Taylor Swift at the Jets game? There's no more. So all they of her, everything. All, but it's just been pushed so far down because Taylor Swift. That game they showed her 17 times. It was the biggest story oh, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now when you Google Taylor Swift Jets, the just only buried. stuff that comes up is Taylor Swift did, at the New York Jets game. Did no. you see over the weekend, Travis showed up at a game wearing the same fabric as Taylor Swift's uh, drapes? The same fabric? What is she making them like a... It was the same fabric the as sound her of drapes. Music? <laughs> when, the, when the house lady made the clothes for the kids so they could finally go outside and play? It was the same crushed velvet color. Oh I, uh, I watched the game on Sunday. Yeah. And they're saying because Taylor Swift wasn't there. Right. And Travis Kelsey Uh-oh. actually got injured. I think it was uh, in the second or the third third quarter. Yeah. Right? His, his ankle gave out on him on the field. Yeah. And he walks off the field and he takes his helmet off and throws it on the ground. And people were like, oh, the Taylor Swift curse has started because she wasn't at the game. And they still found a way to interject some sort of Taylor Swift reference of during course. the game. Yes, of course. Where it, they were talking about like throws and touchdowns and passes, whatever, and it was between Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, yeah. right? And it said, Patrick Mahomes, 
Travis Kelsey, and then underneath in big bold letters, love story. Right. Yes. <laughs> I was like, God, <laughs> my favorite, not even there. My favorite out of those conspiracy theories is the one that said that Taylor has a other boyfriend, and this is just a smokescreen. Well, who, who would that guy be? Where she's like, hey, I want to try and keep our relationship quiet, so what I'm going to do is yeah. pretend to date a 6'6 Viking. Yeah. It has to <laughs> be. Right? Like just a total stud. It has to be like, like Shaquille O'Neal. Like, and it would have to be. <laughs> right? There is nobody, like maybe, like maybe. Like who's left? Oh God! Like maybe Liam Hemsworth would be okay. Like, like I'm just trying to think of like who would be okay with like that. Like Chris Hemsworth. It's like yeah, like yeah, one maybe, of them guys. Like, yeah, like Chris Hemsworth or something like that. Like it would, it would have to be somebody like Jason that. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah, thank you. Good one. That's like a good Taylor one. Swift would have to be with Jason Momoa in order to use. He would be cool using yeah, yeah, Travis yeah. Kelsey as a smoke like, Go ahead, baby. Do your yeah, thing. do your thing. I got no problem with that. <laughs> do, do either of you See watch you the documentary on Amazon that's now like the biggest documentary about uh, Travis's brother? No. Uh-uh. It's called What's Kelsey. It oh, no. I'm not interested in the brother. Neither is Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, the Pet Shop Boys got beef with Drake. Pet Shop Boys? The Pet Shop Boys. Uh, 80s, sort of, I guess, new wave-ish band. We used to call that prep back then. I don't know what they call it today. Uh, so I guess uh, on, one of the, on one of Drake's tracks off his new album, he doesn't sample a Pet Shop Boys song. He just straight up sings their lyrics. So okay. here is uh, Drake from All the Parties. In this six-side town, a dead-end world. East and boys and western girls yeah. East and boys and western girls hey. And then here is West End Girls from the Pet Shop Boys Not for me. So uh, they tweeted out, surprising to hear Drake singing the chorus for West End Girls in the track All the Parties on his new album uh, with no credit given or permission requested. So I guess they're mad Maybe at they that. Did. And Pet Shop Boys just don't know. Maybe they did. I think that Drake's just at the point now of where he's like, why bother? It's you, cheaper just I, to pay them after? I think that he's a, what are you going to do about it? kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like what are you going to do? He gets an idea, he wants that song out. Like like with it's it's crazy to me. Like it used to be albums were done and finished and like handed in months and months and months and months and months before release. But now it's like albums are delayed because like they're still working on a mix and yeah. it's delayed by like hours because they're not done. Like he's not going through the process of getting permission from the Pet like Shop Boys. That album came out on Friday. We don't know that maybe Thursday night they were still fine. may have done exactly. Right? Yeah, it's crazy now how albums are. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper are a thing. Oh yeah, Gigi Hadid twenty eight, Bradley Cooper forty eight. Wow. What do we think of that? I'll start with you, Maria. I mean, good for her and him. <clears throat> They're both pretty people. All right. 
Mocha? That's, that's not gonna last. No, Shem. Nah, this is cake. Twenty year differences. Twenty years. Else, man. Twenty it's years. Like Shem's dream come true. Now apparently <laughs> they're they're just quote having fun and getting to know each other. They uh-huh. say they have things in common, so it's possible to see it progressing. Somebody told People Magazine on uh, on Monday. They go on to say it appears super casual now, but they both have kids, big careers, busy lives, and understand what life is like in these circles. It's cute. And there's an attraction there. They say. What do you think, Ross? Um, I, I mean, I, I guess, sure. Like, it's fine. You know, do your thing. But I, I always, I just think you're opening yourself up for too much conversation that you don't want to be a part of when you're 48 and you start dating a 28 year old. How old is Catherine? How old are you? I'm not. There's not 20 years between us. 10, but not 20. Yeah, that's 20's a lot. 20's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's different. Like age world. doesn't matter at a certain point. At what point? What's the cutoff, Maria? Uh, like it matters. Like I feel like if you're in your late twenties, early thirties, and you date someone like Bradley Cooper at that age, like yeah. you see him more often than not. Okay, what if he was forty-four, she was twenty-four? It's the same thing. What if he was so, forty and she was twenty? Okay, no. Okay, yeah. so that, okay, so there. Above, so, okay. above like twenty-six, I think that's because you're still a child at twenty-four. Right. Yes. Not like a grown-ass woman like right. you right now, right, Maria? Yes, I'm grown. I am grown. Yeah. There we go with that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you watch Loki at all? <laughs> I did. You did? I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, huh? What a good episode. So great, second season of Loki uh, did huge numbers, uh, according to internal viewing data over at Disney. Um, three days, 10.9 million Ooh. people globally. It's amazing. Watched, the writing uh, on it is incredible. Loki. Uh, they've also announced over on Netflix that The Crown will be split into two parts for its final season. November 16th will be two episodes, and then six episodes will follow, airing on December 14th. So there you go with that. What era of... Uh, Diana dying. Royal family. Oh, Diana. Okay. Yeah, it's the uh, the the Diana accident with the death and everything gotcha. else. That's that's going to that be happen? the final. That season. didn't happen yet, right? No, on the no, show. No, 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 no. Because no, we no, talked no, about it recently. No. Maybe they filmed it. They were filming it. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And it'll go up to two thousand five. Is that what the? Is that where they wrap it? Two thousand five. Mm. Have you watched Gen V yet? No. On Prime Video. Is that good? Do you watch The Boys? No. Oh, you didn't watch The Boys? No, but I saw the trailer for Gen V. Bro. So I know it's from that world, Bro. right? Did you watch Gen V, Shem? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Do you watch amazing. The Boys? Do you yeah. watch The Boys? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, Gen V is so out there that I can't even like put into words. So it's like The Boys, which is a raunchy show uh-huh. about superheroes, right? The, the trailer that I watched, it was a lot of blood. Oh, one girl's <laughs> power is only blood. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Her power is only blood. Like, it's a blood power. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But then there's another girl who goes real small, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, they're college co-eds, you know, all messing around oh, and stuff okay. like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Right? I, don't I to, won't watch right. The Boys. Well, why? Because I auditioned for a part and I didn't get it. So I'm... I'm it's- yeah, Maury, if you based a boycott on things you didn't get in life, you would have nothing. <laughs> Yo, I'd have you. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Josh Gad is speaking out after he received a ton of backlash and hate uh, over the weekend regarding the Hamas attacks on Israel. Uh, he said, there's something I have to say because it's really making me curious as to where we are as a society. He wrote this on threads, by the way. Hmm. That's the first time I've ever read that. 
that a celebrity wrote something on threads. Yeah, it's the big thing. Uh, yesterday, I in the world, he says, uh, watched as terrorist organization massacred 600 innocent uh, humans and took children and families hostage. I posted a message of heartbreak and shock. Uh, I, who have always been critical of the Israeli government and its pattern of occupation and their attacks on innocent Gazans, was personally attacked, shamed and unfollowed and threatened. And then he went through to post some of the things that people had said to him in response, which were just like, oh my God. Brutal? Brutal. Like just brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, so uh, it's always sad when people go in on Olaf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? I, I saw um, Kylie Jenner posted something and on the weekend it. and then had yeah. to delete. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, so, and a lot of people did delete it. What's that woman's Jamie name? Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis. But no, there's another woman, Mia Khalifa. I think she's got some deal with Playboy. She's like a social media, whatever. She posted something like, can you tell the freedom fighters to turn their phones horizontally for me? Mm-hmm. So she could, I guess, see it better. And then Playboy released the thing. They basically fired her in a tweet. They were like, we're taking down all your stuff, like everything, your your whole feed, oh, your, wow. all your ad, all your revenue streams, everything. Like you're just gone. <laughs> like Twitter was a disgusting place over the weekend, man. Oh, my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's interesting when somebody tries to make a joke and then they have to walk it back while they're still telling the joke. So Jenna Bush Hager on uh, Jenna and Hoda, mm-hmm. right? So they're they're doing this story on how guys who read are sexy. Like this is how far we've fallen as a society, where like the, the new hot thing is a man who reads. It is, okay. by the way, right? And uh, and so she makes a joke about having an affair, and then you can just see it on her face where like she starts walking it back while there's still joking like it's such an uncomfortable exchange so here's jenna and hoda a recent bustle article caught caught our our attention the title is the thirstiest thing a man can do is read so according to so you it's true right it's hot it is hot it's like i'm I'm just i'm just reading i'm dehydrated when a man takes out a book you love it what does it tell you okay you see a man with a book sitting on a park bench in central park reading what is the first thing that you're thinking right i mean now? eyeglasses yeah they have a little eye yeah a little eyeglass you're in that just sitting reading and lost and, and if it. they're reading something like i respect what? oh now we're getting down oh, that road i mean that could be a means for an affair i'm just kidding i would never do yeah. that but i would never henry and i are very happy and he reads oh my god he does read why do you act like why are you defensive <laughs> because i'm not because i shouldn't have said that but, I went just, far. <laughs> but anyway okay on in nature reading gives you extra points. Wait, wait oh, so if you're in the park oh, reading in nature, nature outside. plus glasses plus, plus book, book that I approve of. Plus book that I approve of. Let's show him adjusting his glasses. <laughs> you better not be reaching for a book right now. I was legit looking. <laughs> what can I read? What can I read? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. John Cena was doing a press conference at uh, WWE Fastlane. <laughs> And uh, getting called out for being a hypocrite. And it's a really interesting answer he gives. Uh, So back in 2012, when The Rock sort of ditched wrestling to Mm -hmm. go and become Dwayne Johnson, the super Hollywood A-list actor, make a billion dollars. I guess John Cena took that as a slight because it was like hurting the company and he felt 
dissed and abandoned. I don't know. but And he wasn't getting like the acting roles, even though he was trying his best to break into Hollywood. John Cena was not getting the offers that The Rock was getting at the time. Right. So here, this is back in 2012 when uh, John Cena went off on Dwayne Johnson. I'm the guy who runs you down when you're not here. But as usual, just like everything else, you're only half right. Because I'm the guy that runs you down when you are here. You see, these people love The Rock. I was one of these people until I got to meet Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Oh, man. Dwayne Johnson is a self-centered, egotistical, see-through son of a that wouldn't give a rat's ass if this company closed its doors tomorrow. Oh, so that's when Dwayne left for Hollywood. And as we know now, John Cena is all Hollywood, yeah. right? So here is uh, John Cena at the uh, WWE Fastlane press conference. When you feuded with The Rock, yes. you stated that the reason you were upset yes. with him was because he left from yes. Hollywood. Yes. Some people feel like you've done the same thing. That's a great How perspective. How do you res- <laughs> respond to that? I 100% see and understand that perspective. And um, if you've been following what, what I've tried to do, especially as of late, uh, publicly and personally to Dwayne Johnson, I've stated that uh, although I thought I was trying to do what's best for business, I went about it the wrong way. I violated his trust, and uh, I made allegations about his perspective that I knew nothing about. And deep down, I was a fan. I wanted the rock back. You know, I want to do anything to get the rock back. But I did it the wrong way. I didn't do it the respectful way. So I had to eat a little bit of crow. I had to say I'm sorry and I was wrong because I am sorry and I was wrong. And that's a very humbling, that's a very humbling experience. Dwayne is a hell of a guy. Um, we had a conversation. We, um, we've grown. I was able to welcome him home, which was like a true full circle moment. So mm-hmm. you're right when you say, you know, people now see I'm, I'm a... I've become who I despised, uh, and I see that perspective, and I understand that. And it's very difficult for people who are all in to the WWE universe to see anything else that goes on but here. But we all have our own struggle. We all live our own lives, and uh, I was a, it was a great learning experience for my mistake with uh, th- that feud with The Rock. There you go. Oof. And during the height of that rivalry between The Rock and John Cena, mm-hmm. it was like real beef. It wasn't for... No. TV, but you like, never they know with hated wrestling, each other, though, right? These guys hated each other. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. NSYNC is back on the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time since 2002 for they that are. song from the Trolls movie called Better Place. They released a new song. They did. You should play it every. You should play it tomorrow every single song, Mocha. No. You should do that. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's that. a great. It's a great idea. Why would you even say that? <laughs> Why? I'm not. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a terrible idea. Why? Have we even played this? I don't think we played that song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how fast we forget. When did they? When did they release the track? Um, not that long ago. It was, I believe it was last week where you played. We did an entire show where it was last Friday. The, no. only, the only song you played that was, was us. yes, it was us. No, yes, it was. You got a bad memory. No, I do not. Everybody knows it. Nope. Anyway, it debuted at uh, number 25, Mocha. Congratulations, NSYNC. I hope people play your new song. (laughs) That's incredible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Some of the bombshells from Julie Fox's memoir. 
Call Down the Drain. She talks about Kanye. Never calls him Kanye, though. She only ever refers to him as the artist. Oh, God. She uh, never says uh, his name. So I guess he reached out to somebody that knew Julia Fox mm. and was like, hey, uh, I want to take you for dinner. And then she was like, I've dated famous people before. They all want the same thing, but sure, whatever. So she goes for dinner, and then she says, quote, he very bluntly asked me, would you want to be my girlfriend? Oh, my God. <laughs> she goes, I instantly burst what, out. Are you writing out a note and <laughs> I, to her in class? I instantly burst out laughing. He can't be serious. A photographer then circles the table, snapping candid photos of us um, mid-sentence. He follows up with, how would you feel about taking our relationship public? First date. What? Okay. So Wait, She just showed up. So a different even order drinks yet. This is the best. A different version of the story of how they met and got together appeared in Interview Magazine. Mm-hmm. Well, Julia says she submitted a quote detailed paragraph recounting step by step how they met. Kanye sent back a completely new version that sounds nothing like me and is completely fabricated. On a three-way call with one of his assistants, they eventually landed on a version in the middle that later appeared in the magazine. About how they got together? (laughs) About how they got together, yeah. Um, So there's Julia Fox's truth. Kanye's truth. So then on New Year's... And then a new truth that they came up with? Yeah, the publicist's truth. So then on New Year's Eve, he calls her like a dozen times and and texts her and she misses all his calls. And then he invites her to his hotel room Mm -hmm. where they, quote, spend the day playing Uno and a game that involves highlighting positive words in the dictionary. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So romantic. (laughs) Wow. She goes in to talk about how the clothes, they were out for dinner one night. And uh, he was talking about her clothes. And then at dinner, he called stylists to come and redress her at the restaurant. Yo, that's so rude. Right? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I miss so, the old kind. Would she have to go to the bathroom and change? Yeah. So, um, so there was this dinner with Madonna that uh-huh. happened. And Julia says um, that the portrayal of the dinner with Madonna is so misunderstood. She says that it was actually her dinner with Madonna that she already had arranged. Uh And then Kanye tagged along. She says, he accompanies me to a dinner I had previously planned with Madonna. Then he introduces me to everyone as his girlfriend. Y'all, third wheel. (laughs) Y'all, rude. Again. She said she started to feel more like a prop than a partner. Um, She lost out on $2 million deals after Kanye uh, broke up with her because they said that the deals were only uh, good if she was currently dating Kanye. Oh, that sucks. Uh, She did not sign Kanye's NDA, so therefore she's able to uh, talk about this stuff in the book. Pretty crazy, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, I don't know if you saw this. He was doing a uh, Forbes under 30 summit uh, yesterday. And a Machine fa- Gun Kelly's yeah, under 30? I don't know, bro. No. I don't, I don't know. He's really pulled this like whole new Zen thing that is just super weird to watch anyway. Uh, so he's doing an interview and like a fan walks on stage mm. and then Machine Gun Kelly gets up, clenches his fists, doesn't approach the guy, and then oh, security yes. takes the guy away. So here it is. Whew. I'm sorry. I try to live oh, the no, guy. Go, 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 go. The, the other, other one. The other, other one. Sorry. The other one. 
over-serving, over-consumption, quick, as long as it gets there, you know. So that, that's the same thing with the 27 Club. That's like, um, my man, get hey. away from me. I got you, man. I'm gonna help you Yo, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is a bad look. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Okay. okay. So he stands there. He's got, he's got his fist clenched, but he doesn't move forward. And I'm not calling him anything. Like, you know what I mean? Sec- sure. At this point, security, do your job. But Machine yeah. Gun Kelly, like, he stands up, makes some fists, Right. And then security literally picks up this dude and drags him off stage. And then the conversation continues. I'm sorry. I try to live the dichotomy more on this side than the other guy. I left that guy in the past. I'm really sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) But here's what I would like to say. And I do apologize for my like my primal reaction. But (laughs) this is. Yeah. Okay. You handled that amazingly, by the way. Uh, um, Yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay, Colson. <laughs> Relax. Okay. Relax, Okay. Homie. And it's totally, when you watch the video, you can tell. And I'm sure it's terrifying. Don't get me wrong. Somebody sure. walks on stage, is terrifying. But I'm sure in that moment, in his head, it was it played out much differently oh, yeah. than it does on video. The guy had a knife and a gun. Like and was co- running at him. Yeah, and he was running towards danger. Yeah, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. what that's in his head, that's what happened. Right? Like he was running towards the danger. Uh, but anyway. He clenched his fist like <laughs> Bro, Arthur. You gotta meme. see the video. Have you not seen the video? No. Hold on, let me send you the video. You gotta watch this real quick. It's not the Arthur meme. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme so much. Okay, hold on here. I'm mad, Uh, guys. The Arthur meme. Come at me, bro. Okay, hold on here. You want these hands? Yeah. Here, I'm gonna (laughs) send it. Beautifully manicured hands. I'm gonna send it to you and Shem, okay? And you just you can't listen to it because he's we had to bleep out the f word, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so here, I just I just sent it to you. It's an Instagram video. You'll get it in a second. It's got to go to space. Your patience would be appreciated at this very moment. Let me By know the way, he's 33. Is, is he 33? What's he doing at an under 30 summit then? Why can't Come I on. get invited to the that's, under 30 summit? That's why he was probably getting attacked. Right. They figured... They, Fraud. They found out. Yes. Right. Fraud. Fraud. Under 30? Fraud. How dare you? Yes. How dare yes. you, Mr. Baker? Yes. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that, like, it is terrifying when somebody does that. When you're on stage and somebody walks up, I can only imagine you will start thinking the worst. And I don't fault him for that. But I think that had he seen the video before he did the follow-up, he would have said some things differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Watch, okay. watch the video. Hold on, turn the volume down. Yeah, sure yeah. Watch, watch the video. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah. on there. He's okay. talking. Yes. He's dressed in all black. Yeah. He's got, oh, he stands up. Oh. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Body built like an alien. Look at you. <laughs> Look at yo. That other guy. That other guy that came up to the stage is just as much a dweeb as he is, Bruh. <laughs> That ain't no fight. <laughs> That's not a threat. Okay. Oh, he okay. stood up. Okay. MGK. Listen, all right? I'm not saying I'm not like... It's terrifying. Sorry, I, I get lost it. my cool guys. I'm primal. <laughs> Sorry for going I so just, primal. I just got primal. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying anything. It's terrifying. I wouldn't want to be in that position. But I think he had he watched the video first. But did you see that guy that walked up? <laughs> Bill Gates looking dude? Yeah. Well, come on, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the European uh, Union commissioner sent a harshly worded letter to uh, Elon Musk demanding 
that uh, Twitter or X clean up videos and other content being spread by terrorists and their influencers and allies. The letter stated that they were demanding a response from Musk on and action be taken within the next 24 hours. They did not say what the consequences of that would be, only stating that, quote, penalties can be imposed. Um, the Israeli ambassador to the U.S. also begged Elon Musk to take action on uh, on Twitter, but he appears completely disinterested. Elon uh, replied to this thread, simply writing, our policy is that everything is open source and transparent, uh, an approach that I know the EU supports. Please list the violations you allude to on X so that the public can see them. Merci beaucoup. Oh, damn. Hit him with the merci beaucoup. My God. The ball's on that one, huh? Wow. I know. Twitter's a vile place right now. Twitter right now is what the internet used to be. Remember when you used to be just cruising along the internet and then you would just click on something and it was horrific and it stayed with you for years? So I don't click on hashtags anymore. Right. Hell no. It is a dangerous place. Especially them overnight trending topics. Woo. I'm going to say hockey starts tonight, right? Yeah. Leafs are playing tonight. I'm going to say right now, I've made this mistake and I will warn other people because I'm a big fan of the new guys they got on the Leafs, uh-huh. right? Huge fan of Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi? Yeah, Bertuzzi. Domi? Uh, huge fan of uh, uh, Domi. Love Domi's dad. Of course. You are going to see Domi trending on Twitter, oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is not about hockey. <laughs> Okay. Don't fall for okay. it, people. Don't fall for it. Yeah. Right? And I've, don't use the hashtag either. Don't use no no. Because then your name gets mixed okay. up with all You're that other stuff. You're gonna get all mixed up, uh-huh. right? What do you get? You get dragged into stuff all the time, Shem. What do you get dragged yeah. into? Oh, your mentions blow up, right? Yo, my mentions, I, I get nothing but porn, man. <laughs> like it's why just, is that? Well, I, I <laughs> They say your feed, it goes to what you like to watch. No, 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 no. no. What Maria. Come on. on. Look at Maria. Damn, Maria. Look at Maria's posture right now. Like you're in church judging. (laughs) (laughs) Casting judgment. Whatever, Chef. Yo, we're an inclusive show. You like what you like, Don. Don't worry about it. We don't judge. We We love you, bro. We love you. I appreciate that. Don't forget the Lord's watching us. We got you. You don't worry. Uh, Pete Davidson hosts <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pete Davidson finally getting to host at Saturday Night Live this Saturday. He was on with Fallon last night talking about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just play it. Yeah. Uh, so I started collecting VHSs that oh, were yeah. sealed we in the box like three years ago. Because I was really high one night, and I thought, I thought, because, like, uh, in, uh, listen to this, guys. So, in 2026, it'll be 20 years since the last VHS was made, right? So, 20 years goes by, that's a- enough time for people to be like, oh, that was cool, remember? Like, vinyl? Yes. So, I bought all the sealed ones that exist, like, three to 5,000 tapes. <laughs> you guys sound like my mom. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have a good about three to five thousand, but hear me out. Hear me out. So, but as of uh, a month ago, uh, sealed VHSs are now going for like twenty to thirty grand a pop. Oh, that's, that's not Rocky just sold for like twenty-seven thousand dollars. What? Yes. You serious? Yeah. It's it's my GameStop. 
Like, this is my... Like, dude, I, I own all of them. This dude. is your gayest... Dude, no one believed in me. So he's going to try in three years to start selling off or seeing the value of VHS tapes he's, of unopened he's got? VHS tapes, yeah. He's I have several. Of unopened? Yeah. What do you have that's unopened? I have the entire... Uh, I have the entire Queerest Folk on VHS. Mm -hmm. Right. I have all of Will and Grace on VHS. Wow. I have a box set on VHS but of Get unopened? Smart. All unopened. Really? Yeah. You think somebody's going to want your unopened Will and Grace? You, there may be. Yeah, maybe you're right. You ever use a VHS, Maria? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have oh, okay. those. Oh, oh, yeah. We still have ours hooked up. Because we, we watch Matthew's dance audition on our VHS oh, often. Oh, my God. Can you bring it in? Yeah, can we have a viewing party of yeah. that, please? Yeah, we had all of our dance competitions on there, too. <laughs> Everybody's got their dance stuff on VHS. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. The NHL has issued a sweeping ban against on-ice theme night gear, banning clubs from having players uh, wear rainbow sweaters for Pride Night uh, during pregame warm-ups. Uh, and also they've banned the multicolored tape that some NHL stars use on the ends of their sticks. Here is Toronto Maple Police Morgan Riley. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, I think as, as players and as people and individuals, we're going to continue to support those, those people and those causes that we think uh, need it or are, are, are worthy and you know very deserving of it so i mean whatever statement uh, was made is fine but you know as players we're going to continue to to offer support and you know be allies and uh you know we want to be a part of this community wait so does so, that include like when they do um like the, I think the, so. The Veterans Night? I yep. think so. Yeah, yeah Veteran. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all of it. All that? Uh, the makers of Pride Tape have... Ex uh, ex they say, I can't read it. Well, please, if you're going to issue a statement, I, your company <laughs> makes Pride Tape, okay? You're a beautiful, colorful, wonderful company. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to be an inclusive company. Some of us can't read white text on a black background. Get your glasses <laughs> okay? on. Bro, no. yeah, where's your readers at? I can't, it doesn't help me. Please don't have, put you out... haven't tried. Please don't put out statements. Watch. Okay, listen... Put the, glasses on. the pride tape people i will i will wrap anything you want in pride tape okay mm -hmm. anything okay okay right put the glasses on. send extra you know what i'm saying no um, <laughs> shut up small okay. scroll you got <laughs> <laughs> okay but please don't put out statements on black background with white text okay, okay. it's not inclusive what does it say um it says the Pride Tape team is extremely disappointed by the NHL's decision to eliminate Pride Tape from any league on ice activities. The league has used language in recent days which would prohibit the tape from any proximity to NHL hockey. We hope the league and teams uh, will again show commitment to this important symbol of combating homophobia. Many of the players themselves have been exceptional advocates for the tape. Yo, you read that perfect, and wow. all you have to do is put your glasses Honestly, on. Honestly, I need a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The federal government has announced it is planning to airlift Canadians out of Israel in the coming days, they say, as uh, deaths among Israelis and Palestinians reaches 2,100. Although it did not say that it would be rescuing Canadians uh, in Gaza or the West Bank. Global Affairs Canada said that there are more than uh, 3,200 Canadians have registered for assistance in Israel. Wow. And uh, 478 Canadians registered in Gaza and the West Bank. So they're going to try and get everybody out of there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Seinfeld is an interesting one because Jerry Seinfeld is so 
unique in that he did one great show. He was a stand-up comic, and then he did one great show, and he never tried to capitalize on it. He never tried to really build a movie career. I think he did one movie where he was the animated voice. He was like B a B, B or B something movie. like that. Mm. And he never did it. <clears throat> he never went and did movies. He never tried to build a new franchise. He never tried to do anything else. Seinfeld ended, and then he just went and did stand-up. Well, he did co comedians in cars getting coffee. But that's just yeah. that's like him just driving that's around being thing, funny, though, though right? Uh -huh. Like, he never, he never, he could have had, like, this crazy movie career. Never did. He could have been maybe Tom he, Hanks. Maybe he didn't want it. I'm sure he didn't want it. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions on how Seinfeld ended. People say that it was the worst finale of all time and oh, so on and yeah, so forth. It was. In 2009 on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David, who is one of the creators of Seinfeld, got together with Jerry Seinfeld and they did sort of like a faux what the reunion would look like, oh. right? And it was a, it's a great series where they revisit all the characters and it's them shooting the reunion episode of Seinfeld. Oh. So you find out what happened to George and you find out what happened to, to Jerry and Kramer and Elaine and everything else. Mm -hmm. And then they shot it. They had the old set and everything. So a lot of people still very, though, unhappy with how Seinfeld ended. And at the end of his concert in his uh, stand-up gig in Boston over the weekend... Jerry does a Q&A at the end, mm. and a fan asks if he was happy with the way Seinfeld ended. But listen to Jerry's response. Did you like the ending? Did I like what? The ending. The ending of the show. Well, I have a little secret for you about the ending, but I can't really tell it. What? It is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. Really? Hasn't happened yet. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. So what are they going to do? Are they going to do a roundtable with the original cast and play it out where... Each person gets to say how they think the show should have ended. But is that what you're thinking? Because I don't think when he says, I know what you're thinking and we're thinking the same thing. I don't think people are thinking they're getting together and doing a roundtable discussion. I think they're thinking a new episode. I a think new final more, episode? More on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. I also think that already? question was planted for that. Right. Oh, yeah, good yeah. Good you could be right about that too. Like, do you think we'll get another reunion on Curb? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Or, or they all talk about it? Or, or Super what? Bowl, Super Bowl commercial. Uh, because they did know. a Super Bowl commercial with just Jerry and George. Now maybe part two's coming up. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so there's probably more Seinfeld happening, which is kind of cool. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Momoa, apparently, according to the uh, therapist notes from Amber Heard, she claimed that Jason Momoa would show up drunk on set to Aquaman dressed as Johnny Depp to torment her and kept trying what? to get her fired. No. But then, but then everybody else was like, listen, he drinks beer. He never showed up drunk and he always dresses like a boho. Like he wasn't dressing like Johnny Depp. And then apparently when they did try to fire her, Amber Heard's boyfriend at the time, Elon Musk, sent a letter to Warner Brothers saying that if you fire Amber Heard, I will, quote, burn the house down. 
Wow. So that's why she got to stay on Aquaman. But to everybody, James, like the, the director and Jason Momoa, apparently everybody, according to Amber Heard, everybody wanted her fired. If you watch the, uh, the latest trailer for Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman 2, Amber Heard is seen in like a split yes. second. Yeah. Like they caught her way out Appar- of that movie. Apparently there was a no selfie policy with Amber Heard on set, meaning anybody who was working on that movie couldn't take a selfie with her because they didn't want the heat if they posted it. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they also announced that it's official. Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, and Ezra Miller are all out. None of them will be coming back oh. to reprise their uh, roles in the DC universe. But Jason Momoa will be back, but not what? as Aquaman. He will what? apparently be back as Lobo. So he's going to be playing a new character in the DC universe, not Aquaman. He'll be playing Lobo. Oh, that's so weird. Super weird. What a mess that DC universe is. Exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Britney Spears' memoir is coming out soon. We all know that. Uh Um, But she is apparently, when it comes to the audio version, only reading a small portion of the book. Um, so sources tell TMZ that she did a few voiceovers for it, but she didn't want to read any of the chapters having to do with her family, and presumably much of the book was going to cover that topic. Mm-hmm. Originally, they had reached out to Reese Witherspoon to read the book. Reese said no because she wasn't available, um, which all of this just goes to tell me that Britney Spears has still not read her own book. Oh, man. <laughs> what a disaster. She hasn't read a word of this thing. So she has no idea. She, has, she, has, she didn't write it. She didn't read it. Oh, like, no. <laughs> no fact checking whatsoever. I'm sure. No, no. They sat with her for a very long time. No, I know. I'm but sure. Still, like she could have sure. said something. Our that lawyers all took care of it. Like and, if she would have gone through and said, well, what I actually mean when no, you no, wrote no. this in the book, what I actually meant was... I'm sure yeah. she got chapters, and I'm sure she had somebody read through them for her, and they went through all of that stuff. Like, I don't think she's going to be surprised or, or you know, think that she's misquoted anyway, because even if you do feel that way, she wouldn't be able to come out and say it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't write this. She didn't, so is I don't there, know. If, and I really don't know if Brittany will ever read her book, to Do you think she'll listen to it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So we'll... So who's going to read the other part of the book? I don't know. They they found somebody. Are they are they even going to do an audio book? Yeah, 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 they are definitely. Yeah, because oh. they make money off that, right? They so are definitely. People, so it's going to be like one voice, uh, another, and then por- parts of it are going to be Britney. I think Britney may probably wind up doing the introduction, and oh. then and then hand it off to some actor who does voice stuff. But it won't be sure. Reese Witherspoon. The big rumor was that it was Reese Witherspoon, but it's not going to be Reese Witherspoon. Mm. Which sucks because I think that'd be kind of good. Yeah, yeah I, like I love her. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kesha got dumped. She says for the very first time. Oh, TikTok, and you know right? Stop. What happened? I don't Wait, who know. Is she even dating? I don't know. Wait, she was dumped like in a relationship or dumped in a relationship? Label? Oh, poor girl. Um, so here she is. She was doing an interview with uh, Cosmo where she was judging people's dating profiles, and uh, she had this to say: "I have no idea why anyone's asking me. I just got dumped for the first time in my life. Can you f-ing believe it? <laughs> we're all f-ed. we're all f-ed. I was just making my profile as I was driving here." Tinder, in fairness, never used it. It seems like where you go to, like, get laid. That's a get laid app. Hinge and Bumble seem 
on par. Like there might be like some billionaires lurking in the shadows, but you have to like kind of weed through. Everybody's on Raya. <laughs> I don't know. I don't f with Raya. I'm like on all the other ones. I mostly want a sugar daddy. I oh. just never had one. It sounds really fun. I know that's like anti-feminist of me, but I want one. So DM me. <laughs> Girl knows what she wants. Laying it all out there, right? <laughs> Do you it all, catch it all out there. Yeah. Did you find any billionaires on Hinge, Maria, before you hooked up with your boyfriend? No. No. Okay. No. no. They weren't any uh, lurking in the shadows? No, they as, weren't. As Kesha hopes? No, they weren't offering me money in bags, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I got, uh, I got a park in here for you. <laughs> right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Billie Eilish. Who was she doing this interview with, Maureen? Oh, she was with... Kimmel. Kimmel. Um, talking about uh, how, I guess they were going over like their feelings towards their older songs. Mm-hmm. And she has this to say about bad guys. Are you hard so on bad. yourselves when it comes to like the lyrics and certain songs? If you look back on an old song. Yes, yeah. for sure. We're, yes. Is yeah. there a song in particular that you look back on that you, uh, that makes you uncomfortable? Yeah. Um, well, objectively, bad guy is like the stupidest song in the world but it's really good it's good oh my god don't gasp but it's just like you have to understand you have to have like humor in it like that song is i'm trolling you know what i'm saying like that song is like supposed to be goofy but like it's just funny because i'm like it's dumb (laughs) it's literally like duh like what like what does that mean i don't know but it works this is one of those things it works i think you can overthink things sometimes you can outsmart yourself because i'll tell you something that song comes on in our house, and our kids are just waiting for the dog to come up. Wait, hold on a second. But this. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Like, this is a song to put you on the map, Billie yeah. Eilish. Yeah. Why not celebrate it? I don't know. I mean, maybe she, maybe she didn't say it's bad. She said it's dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Sure, I guess. She didn't say it's a terrible song that she hates and regrets writing and refuses to play live like a lot of other artists do with their older stuff. She just said it's dumb. I've never actually listened to the lyrics. Is it dumb? Duh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the writers are all back at work in Hollywood. All right, get back to work. Right? Get back now, to your writing. All the actors. As we know, they've been sitting down with the studios trying to negotiate. And uh, the latest on this is that talks between uh, the Actors Union and the major studios have broken down. Oh. As the alliance of motion picture television producers. Yeah, I'll get to a little bit of it, sort of like what the sticking point is in, uh, in, in, a, in a second. Uh, because they said that the gap between the two sides is now too great. In a statement to members, uh, after midnight, the union accused the studios of engaging in bully tactics. Mm. And said that studios have walked away from the bargaining table after refusing to counter the union's latest offer. The union expect profound disappointment. So the key stumbling block is that the union's proposal to share in streaming revenue with the studios. So the studios say it would cost $800 million a year. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, uh, the the Actors Union uh, said that that figure was exaggerated by at least 60% and that its proposal would cost the streaming platforms 57 cents per subscriber per year. I thought it was a lot of AI stuff too, right? Uh, I think that they may have figured all that out. I think that that was probably an easier counter than, than the money is it's always the money is this what um scarlett johansson was going through with disney when black widow 
came out. Remember, she was upset that when it premiered on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. part of what she was getting paid was not what Disney was making off the streaming. So normally, that that was, like well, that, right? it was during COVID, right? Yeah. So, so normally, what happens is that if you're a Scarlett Johansson or a Ryan Reynolds or a Tom Hanks, you get points on the back end. So you get points on the profit of yeah. a film. So Scarlett Johansson obviously had that in her contract for Black Widow, but they moved Black Widow to streaming. Yep. Right, so it never oh, okay. actually hit the theaters, and so her thing was, well, how do I recoup that money that you all agreed to in my contract that I get back end profits when you guys hold the streaming numbers so tight? Mm. So that was the issue, and I'm sure gotcha. that that's all part of this. this. Yes, okay, gotcha. it has to do with the streamers, right, yeah. and uh, and what they're asking for because residuals from streaming. Like there was a tweet I read from an actor, not a huge actor, but I think that they said that they had parts in sixteen different things that are available on Netflix, right? Oh. Different episodes of TV shows sure. or a part in a movie or whatever it was. Not a big starring role, but they were in 16 different properties on Netflix. And uh, I think they said that their residual for the month was under $2. That was oh, Billy Porter. Wow. He told was us it? that story. No, yeah. no, no. It was, it was not Billy Porter. He, with this guy, Billy Porter is way bigger than this guy was. Um, but yeah, so that that that's a big part of it is that the streamers... What about all those uh, actors and actresses that are in... The those Hallmark like Christmas and fall movies, yeah, where it's like the same person in different, yes, right? You'll yeah. see the same person every single year, yeah. in like four different movies, yeah. yeah, for that year, yeah. Well, they they got those contracts and they just you know they shoot a couple of those a year and they're good, like life is good, right? You make a paycheck, and yeah, that's... but when it ends up on streaming, yeah, I don't they got to make money those off movies of that, go right? on streaming, I don't yeah, know, yeah, man, I think uh-huh. their own streaming, yeah, yeah, for sure, they do, for sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs have a brand new goal song, so they got yes. rid of Hall and Oates, if yes. you remember that. Yeah. Get out of here. Come on now. Hit the here road. Mm. Hall and Oates. Come on. Woo! What I want, you've got to oh, I refuse to dance. And uh, now they've switched over to uh, Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Yes. This is a goal song. This is an anthem. This is hypeness right here. Of course. I am so happy. This is the new goal song. Are you kidding? Mm. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. Uh, Mitch Marner, after the Leafs win last oh night, God, was asked about the it. new goal song. Don't tell me he hates it. I just was talking to the guys that I didn't even notice it either. So I heard Austin <laughs> say he didn't notice it either. But I guess it's Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. And it's a hell of a song. So I like it. Oh, okay, good. Yay! Yo. Big up to the Leafs. That big win over Montreal last I night. I was going through some of the other um, goal songs that they use around the NHL. Yeah. A lot of uh, Philadelphia Flyers use um, Celtic Invasion, which is also the Becky Lynch intro music in WWE. Fire. Right? Hype. Hype. A lot of ACDC. Calgary Flames use uh, TNT. Yo, I got... Um, Minnesota Wild still use uh, Shout by the uh, Isley Brothers. (laughs) You know you make me want (laughs) to shout, right? (laughs) Yo, I got the perfect song. Um, the perfect song. Okay. If the Leafs want to ditch yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. And they want to play a song. Yeah, go for it. To celebrate a goal. Yeah. Imagine 18,000 plus inside. 
the hundreds outside watching on the big screen when yeah. the Leafs score. Bongos? Why not? No. This is better than Kid Cudi. It is. I would prefer this. Hold on here. Seattle Kraken uses Nirvana, of course. Um, I'm trying to think. Carolina Hurricanes use a song called Rise Up by Petey Pablo. You know yeah. who that guy is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rise Up. Yeah, yeah they do. What? That's a wicked song. Yeah, they do. They use that uh, They use that track. Um, hold on here. There was another one. Nobody wants to, to use... Bongos? No, I don't think anybody wants to use bongos. You dusty assholes hey, need a limb brush? Let me, let me, let me play a, <laughs> let me play this. Okay. So Los Angeles Kings, I'm going to play something off my computer, okay? Yeah. So Los Angeles Kings, like a lot of the, the stadiums, because I guess they don't want to pay the money. So what they do is they pay a composer to sort of like come up with something. Sure. Right. So there's a, a composer in Los Angeles, a guy named Fred Curry. So this is the song that he did for LA Kings. It's called Power Ride. Okay. 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 Hit me. So now remember the original track. <laughs> right? Yeah. Cool song. Now, that guy took a paycheck for that, right? Okay. And let me play you the Detroit Red Wings goal song, also composed by Fred Curry. Bro, it's the same song. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pitched down. A lower octave. It's the exact same song. And he took a paycheck for this one, too. <laughs> what you doing, Fred? <laughs> Smart man. Playing Smart the game man. is what he's doing. Makes that money. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is at it again. Uh, Every now and then, she just shows up to ruin Will Smith's life. Again, <laughs> this is like third week in a row, or fourth, I think. You remember we were talking about how cold that birthday greeting was to Will Smith that she wrote on the well, She never used the word love, never used the word, even didn't even say happy uh, birthday. The truth was to like, Pac was better, man. On the date of your birth and this journey we're on full of tears and sad. Like, it was, <sighs> it was the worst happy birthday anybody's ever said about the, their let me, spouse. Uh, let me play the uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Theme song, real quick. Finishing of entanglement. This when you tangle in the sheets. So, I guess when August Alcina released this song, or it was known that in 2020 she had an entanglement. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't an entanglement, right? No. Well,. I mean, but then they all like talked about it. Remember, they did the Red Table talk, and Will Smith was on there, and she was talking about it, and like he was like, I don't know. But anyway, so Jada Pinkett released her book, and one of the things that came out is that in an interview on the Today Show where she said that she and Will Smith haven't been together for years. Listen to this. In 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. Yes. It was... Not a divorce on paper, right. but it was a divorce. divorce. So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, <laughs> yes. y'all have been apart. Yeah. So I guess my question is, I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Well. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think... 
just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out. During our walk in Baltimore, Jada reflected on their breakup. Why did the relationship fracture? Oh, well, why it fractured? That, that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. Oh. Jada says she considered a legal divorce, but could never go through with it. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. Mm. But you still live separately. We live separately. She also says in the book that during all of this, when the breakup was happening, she said that Chris Rock called her to try to shoot his shot. (gasps) No! This is according to Jada. He said, he called me and basically was like, I'd love to take you out. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, aren't you and Will getting divorced? And I was like, no. She goes on to say, Chris, those those are just rumors. And that he was appalled and then profusely apologized. Uh, she also says in the, in the book that she thought the Oscar slap was a skit that was part of the show between Will and Chris Rock and that she says she didn't realize it was real until Will got back to his seat. Oh, my God. Wait, here's my question. Last year, Will Smith released a book. Did he talk about any of this in the book? Nah. He praised (laughs) Jada and the family and what she means to him. It's probably part of a deal. So, do you think... That Jada knew she was writing her memoir and it was like timeline. And she said to him, you can't talk about any of the stuff between us and the separation because that's going to be in my memoir. No, I think that the reins are even tighter. I think that it's understood that he wasn't going to discuss it and she doesn't have to tell him anything that she's going to discuss. That's how I think that that relationship plays out. But there's some great memes like Will being like, keep my wife's name out your mouth. And then there's a shot of Jada where everybody's like, Jada wondering who Will's talking about. (laughs) Damn, man. (laughs) That poor poor guy, dude. I swear to God. I swear. What a a household. She took an L, man. What a household. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Everybody's going in on Steve Harvey again. Again? Uncle Steve, what happened now? So, brand new picture of Steve Harvey, who's, I guess it it was or is. Is this the AI one? No, over in Bahrain. And somebody posted a picture of uh, Steve Harvey with uh, Prince uh, Nasser Al Khalifa. Uh And uh, Prince Nasser is also known as the torture prince for his role in the detention and torture of protesters, opposition activists, and athletes during the 2011 Bahrainian uprising. Oh, (laughs) Uncle Steve. (laughs) Although they couldn't get him in 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 a British court because anybody who would testify against the torture prince is still imprisoned in Bahrain and he has diplomatic immunity and all this stuff. But, uh, but people are like, yo, Steve, what are you doing? And they look like best friends in the picture, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is not a good look. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, you need to go on like a long ass fishing trip. Take, take a break. Poor Steve Harvey, man. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Um, are you at all interested in hearing what the nerds at NASA had to say about the yes. um, the the rock that they they found from the asteroid? So they did all the analyzing on it, mm-hmm. and uh, so this particular asteroid is like like pristine, mm-hmm. right? Like this this piece that they had. And it's the first time they've ever had anything like this, and they were hoping to figure out and maybe get some answers of the a early piece of days. the asteroid. Or yes, got the whole ast- no, asteroid, a piece of the asteroid, oh. and they were hoping to get some answers about the early days of the solar system, and that mm-hmm. they may finally be revealed. So here they are. I don't understand any of what he's saying, but oh, it seems I'm into fascinating. It. It's a feat of engineering, and it's NASA's first ever sample from an asteroid. So, you ready to see the results of the mission? Yes, sir. <laughs> right? Oh, listen to this. It's like a WrestleMania crowd. Yes. Here we go. So, the first analysis shows samples that contain abundant water in the form of hydrated clay minerals, oh, and they amazing. contain carbon. Yeah, and you could see the carbon there. Oh, I can see all that. Carbon. As both minerals yeah. and organic molecules. <sighs> Got to be organic, or else. <laughs> and at nearly five percent carbon by weight. Uh huh. Yep. Carbon being the central element of life. Yes. A far exceeding our goal of 60 grams. This is the biggest carbon-rich asteroid sample ever returned to Earth. Wow, come on now. Right? Yo, we have reached the Guys, pinnacle. We did it. Of science. We did it. And I know that this is very important to them. I get that. Yeah. Right? It's very important to humanity, to our world, to our history, to every single thing that has ever breathed air on this globe. I don't understand one single word that guy just said. But organic. My question is, what now? Well, what do you do with it? Yeah. Let's go like to the museum. Now what? The guy has it in his house? Yeah. Or like, like, is it like the Stanley Cup where you get to take it home for the weekend? Like, <laughs> like all the nerds? Yeah. Right? Yeah. NASA? Like you get it for a week. Yeah. You get it for a week. Like, is it like that now? It's just in glass? You get to bring it to Hooters and stuff with all your friends? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.